0: thinking is heart-mouth connection amen your heart and your brain is so much connected isn't it because the most connected organ to your brain is your heart among all the other organs and the bible says as a man thinketh in his heart that means thinking is done from the heart so now let us see the relationship of mouth and heart connection from the book of romans 10 8 the scripture which i gave you last sunday let us re-emphasize and see that the scripture romans 10 8 very clearly it says but what does it say the word is near you in your mouth and in your heart amen the word is near you that means if the word is in your heart that means for sure the word is in your mouth no wonder jesus said out of fullness of heart mouth will speak the uh, foundation was laid last Sunday I'm just giving you a recap so a person's heart is connected so much to his mouth what he is speaking we can know what is in his heart sometimes you know it spills it overflows based on what a person is trying to say what a person is trying to speak because Jesus made it clear out of the fullness of heart fullness of heart itself, a person's mouth will speak. So it's very important what you put in your heart. So what is the correlation of heart and mouth? That means if your heart is full of something, your mouth is going to speak that very thing. If your heart is full of negativity, your mouth is going to speak. If your heart is full of low self-image, you think that you are not looking good, you think that you are looking fat, you are looking short, you are looking dark. Whatever your heart is thinking, that will be there on your mouth. You will eventually spill out. You will say that to somebody or the other because that's what your heart is full of. Don't have that low self-esteem, low self-image. Know that you are beautiful. Know that you are accepted know that you are a child of God God values you you have to put that in your heart and out of the overflow of your heart for surely it will come out of your mouth amen when the Bible says out of the fullness of heart that means heart can be filled. heart can be filled right now answer my question can heart be filled by Satan Can your heart be filled by Satan? Yes? Yes? No? Yes. Yes. Why? What is heart? Heart is your mind, your emotions, your will and part of your spirit, that is your conscience. So your mind can be filled by Satan. Let me give you a scripture because at Forgiven Generations, scripture has to interpret scripture. It's not what I say is right, it's not what you say is right. It is what is written. Amen? Let's go to Acts chapter 5 verse number 3. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? Hallelujah. The Bible says, Peter is saying, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie? Can you see heart and mouth connection? Heart is filled. So what did he do? He lied. His heart was filled by whom? Satan filled his heart. That means Satan can fill our heart. My goodness, that's what the Bible says. Another scripture about Judas is carried. Show them the book of John, where it uh, very beautifully says Judas who was filled with evil things from Satan. Look at that. And supper being ended, the devil having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son to betray him. Show them Acts 5.3. So from these two verses, we clearly understand that devil can fill a person's heart. How powerful it is. Now what does this mean? Filling a person's heart. How does devil fill your heart? And we see that Ananias was filled and then he spoke a lie. He was filled with negative things. Judas was filled and then he went and betrayed Jesus. Judas was with Jesus for three and a half years, day and night, isn't it? He was with him day and night. He was not just like the people in the synagogue or Pharisees once in a while meeting, or the Israelites once in a while they saw him, multitude saw him while preaching. Judas was with Jesus 24 bar 7, three and a half years. He heard Jesus. He saw the miracles of Jesus through his physical eyes. Through his physical ears, he heard the message, but still he did not see through his spiritual eyes. He did not hear through his spiritual ears and he did not believe in his heart and he did not confess that jesus is lord that's what the bible says you must believe the continuation of romans 8 9 and 10 says you must believe in your heart if you believe in your heart what is the next thing you must confess with your mouth if we are not confessing with our mouth that means we are not believing in our heart We may be believing in our brain but we are not believing in our heart how beautiful this connection is if you believe in your heart for surely you will confess it says if you believe in your heart confess it with your mouth that jesus is lord that's exactly what judas did contrary to that everybody peter said you are christ you are messiah i believe you are the lord but judas never once called Jesus Lord you can go and read the Gospels never once he called Jesus Lord he never said Jesus is Messiah he said Rabbi he always addressed Jesus as Rabbi that means good teacher he addressed him as teacher only teacher he gave a position in his heart you are a teacher I am with you so you overthrow the roman government i am with you so that you come to power and i am the person in charge of treasury because he was a treasurer and the bible says he was stealing the money of god his heart was on the money of the ministry that was collecting for the kingdom work that jesus was having a treasurer that if treasurer is there that means jesus was rich right Because only a rich person can have treasurer, right? There is another angle to look at it. I'll explain that some other time. Jesus became poor. That context is different. That means he left the glory and became poor. But here on earth, he never lacked anything for his ministry. He had the treasury and there was the appointed treasurer who was stealing do you think jesus was not aware jesus was very much aware yet jesus gave him a chance how beautiful it is i love this portion jesus not only gave him a chance to listen to the gospel he also gave him the part of holy communion table he he made judas to partake the communion table right But Judas ran away. But Jesus gave the opportunity. Amen, glory to God. Now you know why we place so much of importance to give communion to anybody who makes Jesus the Lord but not aware of what is there in a person's heart. Nobody can judge. But we give an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord by giving communion. So we see here clearly Judas though he was with Jesus yet his heart was not with him. His heart was filled with Satan. In that scripture you saw, already Satan had filled his heart. Continuously, Satan had filled that he is just a teacher. He is just a teacher. And Ananias here, it clearly says his heart was filled and he lied. So that means Satan can fill your heart and God can fill your heart. Right? Let me show you another scripture from the Bible, from the book of Nehemiah, where it says, Satan can fill your heart, I showed you. I'll I'll prove it to you, God also can fill your heart. Show them that Nehemiah chapter seven, where it says, then my God put it into my heart. Nehemiah is saying, God put this into my heart. That means God can put things in your heart. Amazing, awesome, how wonderful it is. God also can put things in your heart. Satan also can put things in your heart. Now how are you going to differentiate whether it is from Satan or whether it is from God? Who's going to tell you what is the rule book? The rule book is the word of God. The word of God has to tell me whether it is uh, from God or from the Uh, uh, evil spirit. There may be some small things. Whether I should buy this house or I should go to that house. Pastor, that scripture is not there in the Bible. Go to door number 20 in Brigade Road. That scripture is not there. How do I take such decisions in life? These things are not there. How? That is why God has given you Holy Spirit who will guide your heart through the peace of God. If there is no peace in that decision, that means Holy Spirit is tingling your heart and telling don't go for this decision. Anytime, let everything look that it is in your favor. Let everything look that it is the best decision to make. In your heart, you don't have the peace and you're feeling something uncomfortable. Don't go for the decision. Wait for some time for the confirmation of the word. God will confirm through his prophets, through the word, through many ways. God can communicate in million ways. In every way, he's constantly trying to communicate. Amen? Glory to God. So here it says God is also filling our heart. God is constantly filling our heart. So if if God is filling our heart, our mouth will speak the things of God. If devil has filled our heart, our our mouth will speak the things of devil. Now, what is the meaning of devil filling our heart? How does he do that? does filling our heart i went to my greek that acts 5 3 says devil filled his heart how is he filling? what is he doing in acts chapter 5 verse 3 when i saw the greek uh, explanation went to the deeper study on the subject i found that devil is actually taking the trash and violently trying to throw it on you He's just trying to throw a thought on you, trying to throw his garbage on you. Violently, forcefully, he's putting the effort to throw it on you so that the moment you get a thought, anything negative thought or you heard something, your experience, you saw the news, whatever we have went through, we take that thought and we own that thought. If we own that thought, the trash what devil has put, we take it. We make it our own. How do I say this? I told you devil is trashing putting negative things how can you take the trash or not take the trash show them Matthew chapter 6 verse 31 it says take ye no thought in King James Version take ye no thought by saying amen you can see that so beautifully it says therefore I say unto you take no thought for your life, what you shall eat and what you shall say, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is it not life more than meat and body than raiment? The context is not part B. The context is part A. Take e no thought for your life. By doing what? By saying what you shall drink, nor yet for the body, what you shall put on. What are you saying? When it says, therefore, do not worry. What is it saying? It's saying? take no thought. That means worry, negativity, unbelief, all these things are first a thought, right? Discouragement is first a thought. Depression is first a thought. It says take no thought. Don't worry. Don't take the thought. By what? Jesus said this. These are red letter scriptures in your Bible. By saying. If you are saying, that means you have owned that thought. You have given life to that thought. That thought might have just flown over top of your head like the birds flying it might be just that it has flown you don't have to dwell on that God forgive me for this thought let me do 21 days fasting prayer for this thought let me go keep telling everybody I got the thought that I'm going to die I got the thought that I'm going to be sick I got the thought something is going to go wrong don't keep confessing by confessing you're giving life to that thought because that's how God did and you are God kind God said let there be light and there was light the Bible says the life of power life of power life of power and death is where is on your tongue Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 the power is on your tongue of what of life and death that means the life is on your tongue death is on your tongue so it's very important what you say so if you're getting some negative thought don't say it that is heart and mind connection heart and uh, mouth connection so when your mouth is constantly saying something you can confuse your brain and you can deceive your heart when your mouth is confessing something wrong you can deceive your heart i will give you the scripture i will give you the proof of what uh, what i am saying First, let us understand How we can avoid these things? First, understand, do not allow Satan to put that negative thing. Do not allow Satan to put a thought, only my life is ruined, only I had this sickness, only I had this problem. Satan will use everybody in your life. He will use pastors, he will use leaders, he will use ministers, he will use everybody. End of the day, everybody is human. We don't come to God looking at a man. We come to God looking at a perfect man and his name is Jesus. Amen? So we look at Jesus. So our faith, our race is based on him. Not at what people have done to us. Not what our parents have done to us. Or not what our uh, siblings or family has done to us. We don't consider that. Take ye no thought. Don't consider that. Take ye no thought by seeing. So how will you know that Satan is filling you? I told you Satan takes the trash, the negative things and he's constantly putting. He will not see whether you are 8 year old or 8 year old old he gets an opportunity he will try to show something on media something on the ch- tv something on the uh, thing the uh, gadget that you are using he will try to show you some bad thing so that it registers in your mind constantly trying to throw the trash to see who's going to buy it who's going to uh, own it by speaking by meditating by continually thinking on that thought. That is why do not think on the thought. 2 Corinthians 10 5 says, casting down imaginations. Don't imagine what is going to go wrong. Don't imagine how bad your sickness is going to be. Don't imagine your failure. Don't keep building imaginations in your mind. Cast down every imagination and bring every thought, to the captivity of the word of God. So, how do you know that Satan is filling? Filling is not one-time event. He's not filling you once and he leaves you. He's constantly filling. That's why it says, "Out of the fullness of heart." That means heart has to be full. Once it is full, it will overflow, like you're pouring tea in a cup. Once you pour, the cup is full. It overflows. So Satan is trying to pour little by little by little and he's waiting for it to be filled. That's what it means in Greek. Completely filled. Ananias was filled and it overflowed in his mouth. Judas was filled and it overflowed. Nehemiah was filled by God and it overflowed. Jesus said out of the fullness of heart, that means you can allow if Satan has to fill or the holy spirit has to fill the more you are filled the more it will overflow amen glory to god so god has given us this ability to decide who is going to fill our heart and how do you know you are being filled look at the slide there are two kinds of filling one is the filling from the holy spirit other one filling from the evil spirit when holy spirit fills you he fills you with love the opposite of love According to English grammar is hate, but according to Bible the opposite of love is fear. From the book of 1st John chapter 4 verse 18 onwards. So the Bible says, Holy Spirit fills us with love. I will give you a scripture here but evil spirit fills us with fear. Show them Romans 5.5 in NLT version. It says Holy Spirit fills you with love. Uh, The love of God has been shed abroad into our hearts. I'm quoting from King James version. The love of God is shed. How it is shed? When Holy Spirit came, the love of God has come into our heart. And what is Holy Spirit doing? Look at this in NLT version. And this hope will not lead to disappointment for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love amen Holy Spirit is given for what to fill our heart So Holy Spirit is given to constantly fill your heart. So that's when, when you feel sad. Now show them the uh, slide, uh, the difference of love and fear. When you are filled with negativity, when you are filled with depression, when you are filled with sorrow, immediately what Holy Spirit does? John 14, 27 says, He brings things to your remembrance. He said, do not worry, the Lord is still on the throne. Do not worry, you are not going to end like this. Surely He has satisfied you with long life. Do not worry, goodness and mercy is following you. He brings to remind, remembrance. Holy Spirit is reminding you constantly. He's trying to fill your heart with love. Why? Your spirit is filled with love. He's trying to fill your heart with love. You know why? Your mind. He, because every emotion... Every emotion that you go through, negative, positive, is the byproducts of two major emotions, love and fear. So when you are filled with love, when you have love emotion, when you are operating in love, that means you are operating from your spirit. When you are operating in fear, that means you are totally operating from your mind. You are operating completely from carnality. How you can recognize the devil is filling you, you can see this. Love, that is joy. When you are in joy, you can show the bigger slide. So when you are in joy, you will will have peace. You will have peace, you will have happiness, gratitude, faith. If you are filled with love, for sure you will have joy. Anytime you feel sad, you feel, I don't know, I feel like crying. I'm so angry with that person. I don't know why she did like that, why he did like that. Sorrow depression anxiety i'm so afraid of my interview i don't know what's going to happen to my result i don't know if i get if i get, if i'll get married next year i don't know what is going to happen to my children when you have anxiety for sure it is not from the holy spirit the root of that anxiety is from fear it is it is fear. Somewhere you are fearful about your tomorrow. That's why you are having that fear. What will happen if I go alone? What is going to happen tomorrow? Oh my god, is, is, is this how my life is going to end? All those negative thoughts that you get because you saw something, you heard something, you went through something, it is the result of fear. Whenever you get sadness. Whenever you feel uh, f- full of anxiousness, when you feel depressed, when you when you feel like grumbling, always grumbling, I'm gr- ungrateful to my parents, ungrateful to my siblings, ungrateful to my church, ungrateful to my pastor. People, whoever is grumbling, it means they are operating in fear. They are operating and allowing Satan to fill their heart. Satan is filling their heart. How is he filling their heart? By Physical senses, eyes, ears. Satan is a very carnal being. He's very carnal. God is spiritual and spirit being. Satan is evil spirit yet carnal. Why carnal? He always tempts people with carnality. Through lust of the eyes. Through lust of the flesh. Through pride of life. That's how he tempted Eve and Adam. Same strategy even now. Through lust of the eyes, carnal eyes. Lust of the flesh, carnality, through pride of life, carnality. That's, why, that's how Satan is tempting people, giving us negative thoughts, fear, anxiety, uh, grumbling. People are ungrateful. When you are ungrateful to somebody, you have to pause and think, what am I talking? Why am I grumbling about my parents? Why am I grumbling about my relatives? Why am I grumbling about finances? Why am I grumbling about this country leaders? That means I am not operating... In love, a person who operates in love cannot be grumbling. He's always thankful and grateful. Amen. He's so grateful for the parents that God gave. He's so grateful for the siblings that God gave. He's so grateful for the church that God gave. He's so grateful for the life that God gave. He's so grateful for the finances that God gave. Amen. Be very grateful. If you're grateful, you're operating in love.